Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four John Terrapin Polnareff nerds. For all of you John <laughs> Terrapin Polnareff nerds, that. as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. <laughs> Today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Window Goldio, episode 34. I forgot my pocket check. <laughs> um, it's The Requiem Quietly the Plays, Requ- part one. Requiem quietly plays part one. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast. We watch each and every episode, and you know, just goof on it for a while. It's fun. We have fun. This is for us and no one else. Dear God, is this an episode? I would. I'm not sure I would have been able to resist uh, going all the way to John Pierrepin Polnareff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that one reads as easily. <laughs> yeah, I guess what was... Okay, Freaky Friday. Yeah, that would have been a pretty good one. Freaky Friday nerds. Turtle. I, th- there's just something about Polnareff's fate here. Just wild. Hey. Fucking around. At least he has fully functioning legs now. Ooh, that's a plus. Look in the bright yeah, side. Yeah, he's got four of them. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> We don't get a fucking silver chariot as a turtle, so uh totally takes me out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's disappointing. So, yeah. uh, Window Goldio has officially gone off the rails at this point. Oh, yeah. Um. This, is, this is the shark jumping moment, you can tell. You can tell as soon as it yeah. happens. I mean, I think the shark jumped quite a while ago. Oh, quite it's a while ago. I think that's enjoying. how this season just, started. Yeah. I, I've, even, I've even watched this season before, and I still can't believe that he did a body-swapping episode right after revealing the boss. <laughs> right after killing Polnareff. <laughs> right after killing... Like, I, I, it's just mind-blowing. <laughs> no, we we made a joke about the boss having, like, a Rocky torturing Polnareff forever, and he has to figure out how to do it. <laughs> so he got it. He figured it Can't. out. But, like, you just, like, we had this long buildup of, like, oh... Oh, we're gonna finally reveal the boss, and then the boss is revealed and suddenly swaps a buddy with people. <laughs> like, it, it just really pulls the rug out from under the situation. No. Victor, if I gave you a million years of guessing, <laughs> would you ever have come up with this for Silver Chariot Requiem's power? Absolutely fucking. What the hell? Absolutely. Like, I, I would have gotten there eventually. No! <laughs> I would go through every piece of media and be like, oh, does he Groundhog's Day him? No. Oh, does he Honey, I Shrunk the Kids him? No. <laughs> That's a different stand. This, this is only a stand. This is only an ability I give somebody if they're, they're I'm writing a hentai, okay? Yeah, I There's mean, no other scenario where I want this. I mean, I don't know. It I, does become important here, so yeah. 
I mean, A, it is always great in porn, but B, I know, it, it, it can be fun sometimes. Like, we get fun things that's entirely inappropriate for the theme, like, what's been happening up until this point. But, you know, it's kind of fun when Trish is like, ew, I'm a gross boy. Uh, I don't hate the idea of this episode in a vacuum. I hate that it's right here. <laughs> yes, I don't is. hate the idea of this episode in a vacuum. I hate that it has a Rocky's touch on it. Like, I do not, do not, do not, do not, do not ever want to hear a Rocky's takes on swapping a female and a male. And they're like, I, I love great. this episode. Y'all are fucking cowards. Oh, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed it, but um, it's a fucking hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> so, Silver Chariot Requiem walks away and the boss gets sleepy. <laughs> falls over, drops the arrow. <laughs> so everyone just falls to the ground. And then we get the opening. Oh, Victor, did you watch the opening this episode? Yeah, I wa- I never skip the opening. Tim. You fucking better you not, or I'll murder you. Because <laughs> the boss is no longer Giovanni boss in the opening. He's yeah. hot boss. Yeah, we, like the scene where uh, Dopio like, does that thing, and uh, it's not he turns into the boss at, during this sequence instead yep. of staying as Dopio. Yep. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> It, it, it's good. And the part usually where you see the blood droplets and it goes yeah. brr and like there's more droplets. Instead, you get uh, um, Diavolo Dope. using King Crimson. Dopio's world of, of forwarded time. Fast <laughs> forwarded time. Oh, uh, I love the weird like opera music kicking in. It's so good. The Italian voiceover. Like, because it, it gets right up to that point. You see the blood drops and then. <laughs> Everything changes as King Crimson skips ahead. So this has been Joe Star All Star signing out for all of you. <laughs> John Terry from Polar Reference out there. Say goodbye, Jojo. Goodbye, Jojo. Wait. Something happened here. Wait. Did we record a whole episode? Yeah. Wait, we must have. We just signed off. <laughs> I want to take y'all on a journey with me, okay? I want to recreate my experience of the past few days with a certain piece of media, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I read, I read a lot of trashy web novels, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. As one does. As one does, yeah. And I found one that I'm like, ooh, this looks titillating. It's like half porn, okay? And okay. Okay. A lot of people are like, eh, don't read this. It's bad for, it's problematic for a variety of reasons. I'm like, eh, I'll just be here for the porn. I start going through it. And I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad. And then like about halfway through, it really starts to go downhill. But what really gets me is that about two thirds of the way through, I got a, like whatever like place I was stealing it from, got a new translator. Okay. And the translator starts editorializing <laughs> the book, the, the, the comic as I'm reading it in a way that is just like incredible to me and I kind of mentioned this in the chat the other day where it's just 
I'm watching the train wreck happening, and it's like someone is there booing it with me. <laughs> but, it's the, but it's the author. But it, like, it's not the author, but it's my like the translators are really kind of the author because they're like, no, I changed this. This is too bad even for me. <laughs> like, we're like, no, people, this is like get help, you poor thing. Like seriously, you are like one good like actual relationship away from not doing. Like it's just, it's all toxic. It's all terrible representations of BDSM and like they keep having to constantly cut in and be like no this is like but this is rape stop doing this everyone like I would have stopped reading if it wasn't for like someone being there for the journey and very it's like the most surreal piece of like media experience I've had where like the author starts yelling at the story with me very bizarre it was, it was really out there in some kind of fun ways not worth it but like not never worth been on a, it. I, I think I like it's like the conductor just wa- stumbled into the car drunk and said, "Buckle up, everybody! <laughs> I, I I don't control where this goes. <laughs> Can't steer a train." <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, anyway. The completely, the... like, overwrought uh, <laughs> organ music really gets me, too. The Italian, he's speaking Italian while he's looking at what's going to happen. It, it, they, they did it again. It's not as good this time as it is, you know, the first time. When it's because it, it... we're primed to expect it at this point, and it's still very good. It's very good. But maybe not as special. It, it didn't make me scream at my television. <laughs> I but, was excited yeah. to see it though. Like, you know, it's it because I was a little confused that it happened so early. I feel like we have jumped the gun a little bit here. Like they could have waited two or three more episodes, but I don't know what's going to happen, so maybe this was correct. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Victor, Wait, I think Victor. it works because it's the boss's power isn't a particularly well kept secret at this point. Like we knew about it about half a season ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor, after this, there are five more episodes. Like, we're at the <laughs> end, my dude. I know, I know, but I feel like three episodes from the end was more correct. Victor, mm. do, do you have? <laughs> Again, I think if you had a million years of guesses, you wouldn't get to <laughs> I think you could have. I think freaky for like. Just based on, like, <laughs> how Rocky loves to do, like, random movie references in his stand powers. Yeah, we got Groundhog Day last time, and... <laughs> yeah, I just... actually, they're good. Yeah, so, um, Silver Chariot Requiem, to the spelled <laughs> out completely, makes everybody switch bodies with each other. Sure. Well, that's one thing Silver yeah. Chariot Requiem It, like, it <laughs> switches their souls between their bodies. Which I that's is, really, a, is uh, a distinction, I guess. That's a, that's a hell of a something for an alien virus to be able to do. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, unlike stopping time. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, turning people into electricity and dragging them out through. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just say, like, this confirms souls, question mark. Uh, the, the, uh, we already know stand, hell exists. Steer is there. Stay we got souls. manifestations of our souls. We got souls. We got vampires. We got uh, genies. genies. We got a- aliens. We we definitely got genies. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the sun. We've got ships. <laughs> Car. So, 
So, you all know that stands only have one power, right? <laughs> not, stands, not, not stands in Requiem. I just want everyone... Someone keep a running tally of the number of powers Silver Jerry at Requiem has. I lo- oh, in, the, in the next episode, there is a scene where, where Polnareff goes, This is Silver Jerry at Requiem's <laughs> power. And I'm like, What is? <laughs> Which one of these is? <laughs> That's fucking wild. First, it puts people to sleep. Then it body swaps people. Then it and animals and and animals. And then we will find out more. There's more. I wonder how far down it goes. Like how small of an animal could you become? Do insects? So I'm going to assume not insects. I hope not insects. Because you're supposed to swap with, like, the closest thing to you, question mark? That's not true. Uh, insects yeah. don't have souls. That's why it didn't work on them. That makes oh, sense, yeah. whatever has a soul. So yeah. dogs have souls. Dogs Thanks, have souls. Rocky. Thanks for Turn, confirming uh, that all the dogs you've killed in this series <laughs> had souls. <laughs> don't worry. They all go to, fuck, go to heaven. I've heard. Iggy went to hell. <laughs> Iggy went to hell. <laughs> He's the exception. <laughs> There is a dog heaven, and he's not going there. <laughs> um, presumably, there's a turtle heaven, or, or, or there's turtle soul. Oh right, RSVP Coco Jambo. <laughs> Good night, you were, you, you were got the best dying body. And, oh, he didn't deserve that. Honestly, no. the most dependable member of the crew. <laughs> he was the best of us. <laughs> All right, so I've got a lot of questions here. Uh, If y'all changed bodies with someone, how long do you think it would take you to figure this out? (laughs) Pretty, pretty immediately, right? Three, four seconds. Yeah, I look down and I, I look down and I see tits. Like that's pretty much a tip off. (laughs) Did I know? (laughs) I know what my tits look like. <laughs> Look, yeah, they're in I, a, like a high stress situation. They know the boss is near. There's no time to realize that you have tits. <laughs> it's weird. I'm not in pain anymore. Look, <laughs> if I look down and I and I see a, a pink leisure suit, I think I know something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're a different height. It's like, man, I'm wearing like a lot you. more clothes than I remember. Uh, or in Misty's case, a lot, a lot less clothing than I remember. Misty <laughs> like, tucks the gun into Trish's pants and still doesn't notice. Like these two dum dums, like they're, they're very stupid. That is the thing that tips him off, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait Normally, a minute. my cut. So he's used to the feeling of his gun up against his dick while he's walking around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, he could use fucking sex pistols without the gun. The gun just makes him happy. That, you think he's got underwear underneath those pants that tight? Like I. <laughs> no, of course not. It's just I wouldn't want a loaded gun pointed at my dick. Coward. <laughs> okay, first of all, that's that can't be comfortable for sex pistols. <laughs> Like, <laughs> look, Sex Pistols doesn't occupy the gun at all times, all right? I, I think it does. No, they float yeah. around his head, like, when he's holding the gun and stuff. Like, it's it's not, <sighs> they're not in the gun at all times. Okay. All right, next question. Why are Jorna's hands bloody? Question marks? Good question. <laughs> uh, we, we don't get an explanation for that. Because. Did he scrape his hands when he fell? <laughs> because. Because. It was. He switched with Mista, and Mista's, 
I mean, not Mista, no, with Narancha, and Narancha was still healing from the mold attack, and for some reason that transferred. For nope. some reason, no, nope. no, no, no. That's how that. That's how it was explained. Nope. No, that's yeah, rejected. Narancha rejected. It. No, no the, the, I have a bigger, big rubber stamp that says rejected here, and we're, we're stamping that shit. Oh, Rocky doesn't <laughs> care about your about your stamp. <laughs> He's gonna keep on rolling, man. <laughs> God, if I was a Rockies editor, I could not keep that job. Like I, no, no. <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna skip over the stuff Mista does with Trish's body, but I love when they both yep, like just King Spider-Man, um, <laughs> Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. When <laughs> Wait a minute, and I do like Trish being like, Mista, why do you stink so bad? Why am I in Mista's body? You're so smelly. <laughs> So stinky. Why do I have hair in places I shouldn't have hair? Why did you clean your goddamn fingernails? <laughs> this, like, I find amusing. Yeah, I think this is I, good. I, I like the giant god Jordo looking down at the Narancha Jordo in the turtle. I, I guess... Wait, so Giorno Narancia is inside of Polnareff right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're inside the key inside of Polnareff. <laughs> Does Polnareff have Mr. C- President? Is that a stand now? Wait. Yeah, wait, does the stick... <laughs> ah! <laughs> Don't worry about it. Maybe, maybe, about it. maybe Coco Jambo or Mr. President. I don't remember which one's the stand and which one's the turtle, but... Coco Jambo is the turtle. All right, maybe maybe Coco Jambo is actually still alive and maintaining his stand power from Bolnar's body. Maybe that maybe he's still alive. Uh, I I think maybe the stand is too powerful to be transferred. It's Ooh. like it's like if you transferred with uh like cheap trick or something, it just wouldn't matter. Maybe the stand okay. is autonomous to yeah. the key or something now. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the key is just someone else's stand, and it's just been a turtle the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> just been a normal turtle. But what about that that Coco Jambo clone? That their clone Coco Jambo. They had the stand also. Uh, I don't know. Jordan never did that again. Is that canon? <laughs> he didn't turn it into a. He didn't turn it into a, a frog, so it doesn't count. Wait, wait, does that mean Jordan created a new soul for that turtle? Oh. <laughs> he creates souls the whole time. Can Jordan you can fix instead? Yeah, you could. You could. Well, why can't he make Naracha's soul again? <laughs> oh, this has terrifying implications. That not just a body, but making souls is. Yeah, Jordan's power is upsetting. <laughs> they really should have named the Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Genesis. Then we can get an interstitial in Genesis. Maybe who, wants do that to, who wants that? Yeah. The Bible's a musical reference. Got it. Cutting. So we're gonna add. A, so Silver Chariot Requiem swaps bodies. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Carries the arrow around. Uh huh. Uh, gives a power up to everyone. Stand? Question mark. <laughs> Why? I guess he he does. For some reason. For some reason. I don't get it. (laughs) There's no explanation for this, and it's not relevant. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're right. It just doesn't end up mattering at all, which is what's (laughs) great about it. (laughs) 
it's so pointless. Like, because they do, they have the one scene where like, oh, my ability is powered up. Like, because Narancha tries to call out Aerosmith and doesn't see it. But uh, it turns out Aerosmith was too fast for him to tell. And like, he had already blasted through a wall already with it. It's so stupid. And and Mrs. able to like break a gate or something? Like he couldn't but, do that before. But this never comes up again. Like it was one bullet though. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, sure. <laughs> the fact that it's powering them up never comes up again after this, I don't think. It's it's incredible. Alright. Okay. You're outdoing yourself. Okay, okay. On a better note. On a better note. With this body swap episode, we do get one of my favorite things in all of media, which is the voice actors having a lot of fun playing other people's characters. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is yeah. so good. And they have fun with the it, animation. Too. It is amazing yeah. how fast me as the watcher can like discern who's who uh-huh. solely based on the voice actor. Like, I don't speak Japanese, and I can tell who's who from their own inflections. It's so good. Yeah. It's so well yeah. done. I, I got to give props to Trace's voice actress because she's really like going for it. <laughs> Yeah, and Mista's voice actor is like doing Trish pretty well. Also, yeah. I love the the stuff you get from the animators as well. Like Naranja looks completely different with Jorno's body language. It's yep. it's a lot. It's very good. I think yeah. I think Jorno's uh, voice actor is the only one that like sort of fails at this. Naranja's hard to do. Naranja does seem hard to do it. Yeah. But Naranja's <laughs> voice actor is doing a good job playing Jorno. Yes, absolutely. Very fun. Very good job. A plus David Production. And Coco Jambo's voice. Wait. <laughs> wait. Your Jorno Giovanna. Why does Polnareff inhabiting the turtle suddenly make the t- turtle able to speak? I we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. But first, Victor. You know who's conspicuously absent from this scene? The boss. Ooh. Ooh. Isn't that boss? a music reference, maybe? Are we talking about a stand, or are we talking about the boss? The boss. The boss? The boss himself. I think that may be a musical reference. <laughs> to, to what? Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where this week we are taking on the leader of the band, the teenage diplomat, the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen. Normally I try to avoid just reading you the literal text from the wiki article, but I I need you to understand exactly how much of a living legend Springsteen is, and I can't do it any better than the last intro paragraph does. Among the album era's prominent acts, Springsteen has sold more than 150 million records worldwide and more than 64 million albums in the United States, making him one of the world's best-selling music artists. He has earned numerous awards for his work, including 20 Grammy Awards, two Golden Globes, an Academy Award, and a Special Tony Award for Springsteen on Broadway. 
Springsteen was inducted into both the Songwriters Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1999, received the Kennedy Center Honors in 2009, was named Musicare's Person of the Year in 2013, and was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Barack Obama in 2016. He is ranked 23rd on Rolling Stone's list of the greatest artists of all time. Now that's a resume right there. So much like some of the other god-tier acts I've covered in the past, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones, I would be doing you a disservice if I just did my usual rundown of the artist's career here. I mean, Springsteen has been around since 1973 and has released 20 studio albums, the most recent in 2020. His style has ranged from folk to blues to upbeat 50s-esque rock and rollers to arena anthems to emotional ballads to... Well, if you can categorize it as classic rock, he's done it. And his songwriting can be rich with characters and narratives, or directly political, or introspective, or exultant, or anything really, and his talent for the craft of music making has seemed nearly limitless. He's championed and represented so many things throughout his career, including his home state of New Jersey and the working class as a whole, and he is forever remembered as one of the big three of the heartland rock subgenre alongside Tom Petty and Bob Seger. But perhaps the most legendary part of the boss's story, the stuff of rock and roll mythology, is Springsteen's live shows, which have been described by many as religious experiences. Backed by his stage and studio compatriots known as the E Street Band, they've been known to go as long as four hours, with a sustained intensity rarely matched by other acts for even a fraction of the time. Whenever live dates are announced, no matter the venue, tickets have to be sold via a lottery system to keep them even remotely affordable, because demand will be orders of magnitude greater than supply. Members of the E Street Band have even themselves reached household name status, like Little Steven Van Zant on guitar, or the big man Clarence Clemens, may he rest in peace, on sax. Hell, their shows are so goddamn good that their 1975 live recording of Santa Claus is Coming to Town is arguably the most iconic and recognizable version of that song, and you can hear how much fun everyone is having the whole time. There are a lot of acts from the arena rock and glam metal eras which I lament I will never get to see live. But every single one of us who is too young to have gotten Springsteen tickets back when he was touring nonstop, I think has been robbed of the greatest rock concert experience in history. <sighs> How do I even end this? How about a tip for anyone who isn't already a fan but wants to get into Springsteen? Start with his two most popular and best albums, 1975's Born to Run, and 1984's Born in the USA. Listen to them front to back. Use the highest fidelity audio equipment you have, or maybe just listen in your car as you hit open highway. Crank it up and let the music just flood over you and transport you to another plane. One of my clearest and fondest memories from high school is one afternoon where I, in an ADHD-induced fugue state, put Born to Run into my CD player, set Thunder Road on repeat, maxed out the volume, and just laid in my bed until I fell asleep. The music's not otherworldly or supernatural sounding, but there is definitely something supernatural about it that puts you in another world. Maybe if you're not a classic rock head, you won't get it. But for the rest of us, it may be as close to the real live experience as we'll ever have, and I will take what I can get. It's a town for the losers.
That's right, Victor. Revved up like a deuce, another JoJo in the night. Boo. What? Boo. <laughs> Boo. That is better than most of the ones I do. <laughs> I, I, sh- I, I want to come up with something else to add on to that, and I just can't. I There's nothing there. <laughs> Baby, we were born to steal ball run. I like that. That's good. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's good. <laughs> Save it for a couple of seasons. <laughs> for five uh, years from now. So oh, we're gonna be so wakes, fucked. Everyone wakes up, and we just get a lot of horrifying vignettes about what the kind of just disaster for Jared like, Requiem is. Yeah, like a baby and, a, and its mom switched bodies, so like the yeah, woman is good. crying. Good, we, we needed to do babies. something with babies, you know, again this season. Yeah, sure. Uh, a, a dude and his dog switch bodies, and like the, the guy's just sniffing and woofing, and the dog's like, what's going on? <laughs> this I'm just upsets out. me. I hate all of this. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. that's the point. A Rocky there can't help himself. No, this is supposed to be terrifying. There's stakes now. There's Rocky can't help himself from showing you the worst possible outcomes of every one of his terrible decisions. I hate it. Do you like the cop and the 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 prisoner switching bodies? Are you sure they I mean, switch bodies? It's at least a little fun, I guess. But yeah, uh, I mean, a cab right. and all of that. But <laughs> you're right; it does act like a normal cop. <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> corporate needs you to find the difference between these two pictures they're the same they're picture, the same picture. <laughs> um, I like that everybody's standing around and they realize that Bucciarati's body is just laying there lifeless and they're like no, oh, what's up with Bucciarati uh, what's up with Bucciarati well whoever switched with him it sucks to be them he I guess fucked I mean whoever uh, whoever swapped bodies with them got a raw deal. <laughs> maybe, find maybe, out who knows. maybe you should have told people about your your terrible disintegrating body. So <laughs> sorry, Mister had to take a nap. They would have made such a big deal about it. I like that Jorno again uses the power that Gold Experience doesn't have to sense the life energy around him. <laughs> but this, they're like, wait a minute. Who's that talking? That mysterious voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victor, did you think Polnareff was really dead? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. You idiot. <laughs> I think we sold it pretty well last episode that he's actually dead. <laughs> Instead of Rocky snatches him from the sweet embrace of the night. <laughs> or to deal him a fate even more horrifying than what we've encountered previously. Look. Fuck we you, have... Polnareff, you're a turtle now. <laughs> Polnareff has to get back in with the good graces of the Joe Stars, and this is the only possible way out. <laughs> He's gotta become Holly's new pet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like his like his nice blue eyes on the turtle. <laughs> it looks very like uncanny bad, but like also I I kind of intrigued and I like it. I Love just, every close up on him when he's talking, and it's just a it. turtle fucking talking at them. It's just, <laughs> it's he, just he, mwah, chef kiss, perfect. Turns his head and like looks at them with one eye, and then it's just, the commercial break happens. It's just like it's just 
<laughs> a rocky man. What? What? <laughs> I really like the helpful diagram. <laughs> it's Trisha Mista swap, Chordo and Raja swap, <laughs> Turtle and Polderev swap. But who was Bucciarati? But then who was phone? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Man, they just put turtle. They don't even have the, the, the give him the dignity of having his name up there. <laughs> no, that scrub's Cook. dead. <laughs> Who cares about him anymore? I care about Coco Jambo. I care. God. Oh. MVP. MV- it, yeah. Totally MVP. So, so, like, the rest of this episode is just Polnareff on a pillar monologuing at the party. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit. Yeah, basically. He's just getting them up to, to speed. He's like, yeah, I'm dead, but let me just give you the breakdown of why I was supposed to be here. What happened last time? Let's get another <laughs> flashback, but at least it's narrated this time. It's not just a flashback. Like, it's, this is actually being told to a character in the present day. <laughs> I, I dropped the arrow behind a piece of furniture. furniture. And for I most normal people, it. this wouldn't be a problem. And then I saw him struggling. I'm like, ooh, that looks like a pain. <laughs> but he's like, wait, I have superpowers. I, I could just, just use my stand to grab it. I'm like, that's some good fucking thinking right there. He... <laughs> Unfortunately, Silver Chariot pricks his finger. So precise, so fast, so precise. Yeah. Fucks up picking up an arrow. <laughs> I remember back when um they fought Black Sabbath and Gold Experience was like holding the arrow back by like grabbing it. No, but I do now. <laughs> No. Yeah, that, but that was one of the better. Like, the, the, the. <laughs> that was counterfeit. You're right. Okay, so <laughs> Polnareff's like it, it oh, didn't have that. A- it didn't have that uh, enough of that good, good alien virus on it. Oh, you're right. My bad. It was attached. So- <laughs> it was attached to Black Sabbath. <laughs> and- Polpo got in the way. Always. Why was Black Sabbath a requiem? Maybe he was. Yeah, Black he Sabbath never got was the requiem. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, it, it just swallowed it without... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, no, give me that arrow back before anything weird happens. <laughs> so even he doesn't know the limits of Requiem. I do. Because li- yeah, it started actually swapping people's bodies when it, he first got it. And he's like, nah, this, this ain't going to fly. <laughs> God, he says something about it like... <laughs> Unprompted for like from Polaris perspective, it put animals and people around it. So from this he takes th- his lesson is Requiem has the power to control other people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Say again, Polaris. <laughs> Wanna run that by me again? <laughs> what what? <laughs> the minds of all living creatures. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> what what? <laughs> What is its effective range? Because it looks like it's like a mile right now. <laughs> no, what he was saying is that um, if we were to get in the hands of somebody even more powerful, they they could possibly control the minds of all living creatures. Again, why does he think that? <laughs> I don't know. Why doesn't he call Jotaro? <laughs> <laughs> 
General is still player. screening his calls. Yeah, still screening his calls. <laughs> He's blocked. Why didn't he use the arrow when he saw the boss? <laughs> he had the time. Polaris not very smart, and now he's a turtle. <laughs> hmm. Turn himself God. to a goddamn turtle. <laughs> fucking legend. What a fucking... I do like a, when he occasionally comments, he's like, I've already been defeated. As it just cuts over to his body, like, on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very funny. I, I like how serious this turtle looks when, he's, when he charges the rest of them. It's like, you have to go retrieve the arrow. You must master its power for yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, this is pretty big words coming from a goddamn turtle. No, it's super good. I love it. But what's that? Roger picks something up. Someone's coming from outside of the stadium for some reason. I don't know why he... Not where the boss was. (laughs) (laughs) He comes running in, and they recognize him (laughs) from that... Face sculpture. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that doesn't look doesn't anything look like it at all. <laughs> it's him. It's Diavolo. Sure. Yeah, whatever. That face. Yeah. He's going to I'm get sure, the arrow. Oh, uh, Victor, how hyped were you for this? For what? Oh, the boss running in. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't hyped for shit. Like, I did. What? <laughs> what? Did you watch this episode? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I did, but fair. But also, our boy's back. Bruno. That right. I was more hyped for. Bruno's Superman never, showing up, I was... <laughs> Bruno is never going to die. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Him and Jorno are just going to forever, like, swap bodies. Because <laughs> apparently all you need to do is kill somebody and then, like, put your soul into your, into their body. Yeah, it's not clear why this is more effective at keeping a body alive than whatever I, Jorno did. I don't understand why Bucciarati was able to swap bodies, because I was under the impression his soul was no longer attached to his body. So well, what do I know? Attached to the bosses either, and the boss will start to rot. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know this makes any goddamn sense. <laughs> don't worry, it gets le- it's all downhill from here, baby. Oh. Uh, and sticky fingers. And the episode ends. I was so fucking excited. I was so fucking excited. Like I, 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 I'm very happy Bruno's back. Bruno is my MVP I, for the season. Too. I'm still upset that we revealed the boss's true form and immediately body swapped him. Good, because <laughs> the whole thing he's was getting the whole thing more... was you were looking for the boss, and the yeah. second you know who the boss is, we're gonna body swap him so it's even yeah. fucking harder. We're hiding yeah. the we're hiding the marble in the cup, Grant. It just seems unnecessary. <laughs> no, this no, is really. not. Something a Rocky did feels unnecessary. I yeah, weird. fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I will defend this. I think this is a great decision. <laughs> wow. Oh, Victor, <laughs> how'd you like take. the episode? What a fucking episode. Like, I just... <laughs> we kill Polnareff. It's very sad. We come back to body swap comedy. Uh, then yeah. Polnareff's a turtle... And then <laughs> he's only a turtle. He'll I'm die in like 80 though, years. This is the weird shit I come to JoJo for, though. Oh, yes. I would like. Again, if this had happened in like 
battle tendency, maybe I'd be more receptive to it. <laughs> Araki is exceeding my expectations. Like, this, this is why we're here. It's also incredible. Uh, did you notice that they put uh, Silver Chariot Requiem in the uh, statue at the end? Oh, yeah, I'll have things to say about that next episode. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not this episode? Because mm-hmm. it involves things that happen next episode, so we're going to wait. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, I fuck it. Like, I'm all about this episode. I love, you know. I mean, I had a good time. Oh, Don't yeah, get me I wrong. But it... it Oh boy! Oh boy! It is some next level Iraqi <laughs> bullshit, though. Wait, was Coco Jambo always in the statue? I think yes. Man, oh, where the fuck? I notice something new every time. Where the fuck is he? He's like back at the start. It's weird. Me. I know. I've gone statue it's, it's blind. Just him. It's just gone statue blind. Oh right, I forgot that Seko's just on the statue. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Just him popping his ass again. <laughs> yep. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, look, we we got the opening thing that was great. I mean, things are happening. I I'm okay with this. It's 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 incredible. No one should make these decisions, but <laughs> but Rocky is here, and Rocky makes them anyway. Yep, I'm here for fun. I don't know what the fuck the rest of y'all are doing, but I need y'all to know you to stop taking this as a serious piece of media. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's what I'm You're right. That's why I'm enjoying Golden Wind way more for this time. I, I, but, like, I couldn't help it when it, uh, the reveal of the boss took itself so seriously and didn't immediately <laughs> get this. It's like the, this whole season is presented so straightforwardly, so seriously, like, and then it's while just, still doing the like wacky JoJo nonsense. It's not like it's not like Battle Tendency where we have fucking goofball Joseph Joestar like keeping us tethered to Looney Tunes the whole time. Like the we have Jorno like just you know very serious straight faced Jorno the whole time, like. <laughs> I think I I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> I, this, this, I liked Golden Wind the first run through, and I love it like so. I love it a lot more this run through. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> I, I, oh, I don't yeah, think you're I so liked excited, it the first time through. <laughs> I think I've okay, been on fine. record as saying I had, didn't really care for it the first time through, but I'm having a real good time this time. The podcast helps. <laughs> yep. The podcast does help. All right. Well, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalunas. That's Los underscore Grantalunas. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam. I'll be posting a, uh, I don't know, some doodles. The uh, I, I sent one this time where the boss looks like a turnip or something. <laughs> Octopus. Maybe, maybe a radish. Something. Radish. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Joestar All Stars. Follow us, give us some likes, engage with us. I don't, I don't know, retweets. But how does Twitter work? I don't know. Uh, uh, you can find the podcast episodes in your usual places. Not even for us. <laughs> find the podcast episodes on your usual places Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joestar All Stars, Fireside.fm. And if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to joestarallstars at gmail.com or 
head over to the official unofficial discord server set up by dune it's pinned on twitter you know please leave a review five stars tell a friend etc 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 we really appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in for wonderful episodes like these <laughs> just just a, just a spoonful of podcast helps the anime go down <laughs> it only gets more astounding from here on out victor just the the you are not prepared <laughs> You are not prepared. <laughs> I I think you're plenty prepared. This is a like, I think this is fun. I think this is so fun. I'm the, I'm having fun. The finale on this is fun. <laughs> it the finale game. is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm, yeah. And like, I almost forgot this is the one where the the opening gets gets the thing to happen to it. <laughs> Can't uh, wait to see how this uh, this requiem technology moves forward in the series. I'm sure it will not be completely fucking horseshit for the rest of the time. <laughs> Victor, we don't know. Think? We don't know, Victor. I can't yeah, wait. Actually, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, um, like Mega Evolutions or Dynamax and Pokemon, where they just use it once and then they just kind of like forget about it for the rest of the series. I didn't bring that up for any reason specifically. Just. Um, gotcha. <laughs> that's it's terrible our... that i believe that um <laughs> right 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 now victor i have two questions for you first of all what requiems do you think we're gonna get this season uh gold experience requiem for sure no um really? you know what i would expect to see uh sticky fingers requiem and then like nothing else like just have a rocky not put in the effort to do any others are you kidding okay. me <laughs> okay Oh, King and Crimson then, Requiem. Sorry. There it is. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, and then, who do you think is going to live as of this episode? Oh, my answer has not changed. And again, we will talk about that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're saying you've already watched it, Victor? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't, Can't wait. wait. All right. All right. Um, Gonna end the episode again, right? Didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goodbye, all of you freaky Friday John Terrapin Polar Raptors out there. <laughs> Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, <laughs> JoJo. Bye, Coco Jambo. Bye, Coco Jambo. Goodbye, be missed. Good night, sweet turtle. Boom <laughs> 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 <laughs>